0: spring forward at banana republic factory with 50 to 70 percent off everything shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from 1999 find your nearest store or shop online only at banana republic factory shop 50 to 70 percent off almost everything at gap factory get 60 percent off select jeans and dresses shop the sale through march 28th at gap factory and GapFactory.com. This is Madeline Come from Let Me Be Forward. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Hi, this is Emily. This is Lindsay. And this is Elizabeth, co host of Beauties and Headcanons here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media.
1: Once you are done with this episode, we hope you'll come check out our show, Beauties and Headcanons, where we talk nerdy to you about fandoms, fan fiction, and all pop culture for nerds that you can think of. A new show comes out every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode of Beauties and Headcanons. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media.
0: No Filter Friday and Public House Media. And we are here with the lovely, the fabulous Candy Washington, who is a a blogger and (laughs) 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 fashionista. And we're going to talk about, we're doing a crossover episode. So we're going to talk about my show and we're going to talk about her show and like probably everything in between and maybe some old books possibly depending on how things go. So, how are you? I'm really well. How are you, darling? Good. We met at the, what was that? I don't. Even rem- I don't know the name of that event. It was Boss Babe. Boss Babe's, yes. yeah, that was the hashtag. With so- uh, speechless dresses. Yes, with speechless dresses. Really it was their event. Yes. Because I've worked with not speechless, but with STS Blue, which is like in the same ah. in the same company. Yes, the Jean Company. The Jean Company. They
1: have like dinner on dinner on dinner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. is yeah. The, I actually I have like an STS Blue like Canadian tuxedo. Like I have the <laughs> pants, I have the jacket, I have the whole thing. I love
1: it. We're ready to go. <laughs> We're
0: ready to go. I get so many compliments on it though, so it's perfect. Yeah. but you gave a talk on self-empowerment and being your own brand and being a boss babe. Like yeah. that was the, that was the whole, the whole evening. <laughs> yeah. Did you have, do you do a lot of public speaking? Is that fun for you?
1: I do do a lot of public speaking, speaking and it's really fun, but it's also humbling when afterwards people will DM me or they email me and they'll say, hey, you said something and I can really take that and apply it to my business or you said something and it really, you know, struck a chord inside of me personally or whatever I'm going through. Like I saw myself in the story that you told. So it's a lot of fun and I love doing it, of course, for like to build my business. But to me, that's what's really the most um
0: rewarding, rewarding and
1: fulfilling part of it is knowing that someone else got value out of whatever story I was telling or business tip bits that I was sharing as well. And I actually just did my first keynote speech,
0: <gasps> where which was really
1: fun at the first wellness con that happened this past June 8th and 9th in downtown LA. It was a wellness con. It was a pond, um, for wellness influencers, whether it's beauty, lifestyle, fashion, um, you know, and healthy living. healthy living lifestyle put on by influencers for influencers so that was really great and I spoke on how to build a personal brand through social media through the lens of self-care that's
0: exciting I love public speaking too but I think you're a little bit nicer about it because I'm just out there like <laughs> I love a microphone <laughs> if y'all listen that's cool but if you don't I don't really care
1: <laughs> that's how I am, like, usually, yeah, I'll be, like, in the mirror, like, today, (laughs) welcome to L.A. style with candy, the hostess with the (laughs) mostest, and I have, like, cream on my face and, like, zit stuff all over. Oh, yeah, spot treatment. Spot treatment, glasses. You're
0: just preaching to the spot treatment. It's a whole situation. (laughs) It's a whole situation. But you know, though, if you can't preach to the spot treatment, who can you preach to? Exactly. Exactly. Because you have to start somewhere. (laughs) Yes. But I love that we live in a generation that's like more focused on like wellness and balance and like actually putting effort into being good to yourself because you cannot burn yourself out and expect to take care of anybody else. Like we have to dial it back. Yeah. And I think for as much, as much flack as millennials get and most of the time, rightfully so. (laughs) Yeah. I think that is one thing that we have really analyzed and we do actually put effort into is like, is this, am I really living my true self? Am Mm -hmm. I honoring my core personality? Am I putting out the best work that I can for myself and others? Like all those things, you know, we all have these conversations and we mean them. It's not just something that we say in passing. Like people actually... Work on it and yeah. look to influencers like you to be like, what did you figure out? Because I'm still struggling. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I think to your point, I think our generation has made it a lifestyle, and not just like, oh, this random Sunday I'm going to take off and do it for myself. But it's really incorporating like, what are my boundaries? What are my standards? Um, am I checking in with myself? Am I being authentic? Um, so I really think we've created a lifestyle out of self care, not just a consistency, like, a consistency, not just like these one offs. And for me personally, what really changed for me was knowing that self care wasn't being selfish because I think I had this limiting belief that if I put myself first, if I said no to people, if I took time for me that somehow that was being selfish or self centered, but then I had to retrain myself and realize, no, that's actually just being like, a functioning, healthy adult, and taking care of yourself first before anybody else is actually what you're supposed to be doing
0: and getting it like coming to terms with the fact that we're not machines. We have limits mm-hmm. or even machines have limits for that yeah, matter. Yeah, like yeah.
1: Everything... you have to power down your, your phone and recharge your phone and everything
0: yeah, Everything's got a yeah. floor and everything's got a ceiling and you have to operate within the two. Exactly. Otherwise you're going to yeah. crash in either direction. Yeah. And yeah. you don't want that. It's not it's not good for anybody, obviously for yourself or anybody around you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that no is a full sentence and you're allowed to like take time for yourself. Yeah. And and for yourself first.
0: I always tell yeah. people a lot that like you don't really owe anybody an explanation. Like, there's very few people that are actually owed an explanation. That's exactly what I mean. But speaking of which, I saw this thing that this girl wrote the other day, and I don't even know who it was, so I can't even credit her, but she was talking about how, like, predators, because during the Me Too movement, we all talk about predators so much, but how, like, you know... The person at the party is like, oh, let me get you a drink. And you're like, no, 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 I'm cool. I don't want a drink. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make myself a drink. I'm going to make you a drink. And you're like, no, 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 it's cool. And then finally, that person just walks up to you with the drink at a party in front of everybody. And you didn't see what happened to that drink. You have no idea. And you feel obligated to take it. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you're the bad guy in front of everybody. Exactly. But predators prey on that social contract of you taking it. but you don't need to take it. Like you don't be like, I didn't ask. I didn't want a drink. I didn't yeah. ask for a drink. You decided to go on your own volition and do this because you forced the issue. Even though I've already told you, I don't want this. I already told you that I don't want this on multiple occasions, but you're forcing the issue. You can force the issue too. Like yeah. if they've already forced the issue, don't exclude yourself. Then everybody gets <laughs> to force the issue. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I thought that was really good. Cause like, and it's a good thing to remember of like, predators do take advantage of that Mm -hmm. and they're gonna weasel their way in and for the next person they know that oh if i try this again on somebody else they're gonna do it too because i all i have to do is insist two or three times and really hammer it in yeah and back you make you think you've been backed out of your choices and they're in and that's certainly not enough resistance They, (laughs) they need way more um, and then once they once they get the hang of it and they've done it a few times, it becomes their process
1: exactly. And they, yeah.
0: they could do it in their sleep. It's so yeah. easy at that point.
1: But I think that that's a great um, example of knowing like your boundaries and other people's boundaries because if someone isn't respecting your no, mm-hmm. then that's a red flag not to be around that person. Yeah, totally. Because if they're not gonna. Re- um, respect your no in this situation. They're not gonna respect your no in other situations.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. They've exactly. already told you. They've Believe them. They've already told
1: them. you exactly. They're like, they're like, I don't care what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna manipulate this situation until I get the yes. Yeah. So that's not a person you wanna be around, and that's a big red flag. So like, when you are out at those parties and you see those people stay away.
0: Yeah. Stick to your no and get away from that. Yeah, absolutely. Stick to your no (laughs) is really, and if you, and I feel like to, you know, to quote Drake, like nice for what? Exactly. No, those days are over. They're they're over. Time's up. (laughs) Nice for what? Like those days are done. They're done. They're done. Exactly. I've been been thinking a lot lately about grace Mm. and about being gracious and how like it has negatives and positive effects on Mm. things. Like, you always kind of think of it in a positive light of like, oh, being gracious or, you know, being in a, be graceful in a situation or even physically too, just not, you know, out here flopping around <laughs> like a, like a dying animal. <laughs> oh, like Wait, me dancing? Yeah. Sort of not a good look. Not out here doing the Elaine from Seinfeld? Yeah. Not, not good. <laughs> you would think that, but I was thinking about it a lot. And like, I think we let people take advantage of our grace, like in mass yes. as a whole, because again, people take advantage of that or they're so ingrained in being able to take advantage of it that they don't even know anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's I've, institutionalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've always had, you know, jobs like dealing with the public by and large and, you know, if you're a girl of a certain age and you can talk to people, you're going to get enlisted to sell some things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. it's just what happens. And I've done so many like trade shows and events and, you know, demonstrations like literally the whole gamut. And what happens when you do those things? People come up to you and they make dumb, dumb, dumb jokes. Or they Uh, make, they say stupid, stupid things. My
1: name is Candy. Uh, Yeah.
0: I'm just
1: gonna leave that right there. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. (laughs) I can't imagine the dumb things people Uh, say to me. It's
0: It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it's, it's just right there and it's at their disposal and they know it. And on top of it, like, they take it. They, they take advantage that you're in a work situation, mm-hmm. and they know that they're they can be a predator that, on and that, that you're
1: captive. Yeah, and that you're. It's like they have a captive audience, and also that you are in a position where you feel like you have to cater to them because you're in a work situation, mm-hmm. and they
0: will take advantage of that. They do absolutely, yeah. and it's i it's re- almost like a power play. It is. It's absolutely a power play. But I was thinking about how like a lot of times this happens and people don't even realize because they're so used to being given grace that yeah. they think that it, that's it's called, automatic. That's, that's called
1: privilege. Yeah that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the definition of privilege. They yeah. don't even
0: think about it. They don't even they think, think about they're it. They're entitled they to this. Take, yeah. And then like, I, I just did a, um, a convention not that long ago where mm-hmm. I was, you know, helping with their sales or whatever. Yeah. And this kind you know, just the, just the dumbest, dumbest thing. He was like, oh, I want to, because it was an event where you could do try-ons. He's like, oh, I want to try on that one. So I went to go get him, like, the same thing, yeah. but in his size. Right. And he's like, no, 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 that one. And I'm no. like, yeah, it's in my hand. And I just gave him the grace of, I'm going to pretend that I didn't even notice <sighs> that you're such an idiot because I'm working. Yeah. You Oh, damn good and well <laughs> that you can't fit you can't this. can't fit this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to, be, but because I'm in a work environment, exactly, I'm going to take myself down. I'm going to dim my shine. I'm going to dim my shine so low because so you, you feel comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can be, so you are allowed to be continue mm-hmm. in your fantasy island of idiocy it's ridiculous and just keep it popping and then it gets worse he's like oh you have no sense of humor and i'm
1: like oh my god no it's not i i just don't have i don't have i don't have any more f's to give to you right now yeah it's like
0: not, i don't have a sense I, of humor i just don't have it to give to you I, I, right now i didn't i didn't actually not get the joke sweetie that's yeah. not how this worked i was allowing you yeah Miles <laughs> of leeway, <laughs> <laughs> acres yeah. of leeway. Not be, only because I'm working, and exactly. for and for no other reason. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, there's so many people just running around. It's insane. Just running their mouths, and it's people insane. just yeah go, huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep it pushing, you know. You
1: really have to. You, oh my gosh, it's it's in.
0: But you thing. don't, you don't have to keep it pushing for for yourself and them too. Like you don't have to push for everybody. Yeah. It's not, it's not required.
1: Yeah. Like me and my really good friend, we have this saying where it's like, if it's you or me, I choose me. It's going <laughs> yeah. to be me. So it's like, I don't have time for you because I'm choosing myself. <laughs>
0: Through the NSYNC, It's going to be me. It's going
1: to be me. Yeah, Exactly. that's
0: fair. And like, I feel like we should all kind of know that you would think it's at some you point.
1: But I find that the people who don't know that and they have that sense of like you don't have a sense of humor like that guy, those are the people who are actually like the most like insecure and with the lowest self-esteem yeah. because they like they're still well, had, seeking their validation from other people.
0: Totally. I mean, had you seen the guy, he had reasons to be insecure. But Aww. still. I mean it was just it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, honey, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> And and to make things worse, like the I think he he was with like kind of like a small group of people and this mm-hmm. girl comes running back and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. I've seen an idiot. <laughs> Go on your way. But she was melting and dying inside. Cause and she knew. She knew. She knew. She knew. She yeah. was like, oh, this idiot again. Yeah, <laughs> can't take him anywhere. <laughs> but she was just like losing it for it, and I was like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> you're fine. Run along.
1: Yeah.
0: He's. You know. You're gonna have to go apologize to the next person. Don't waste your time on me. <laughs> totally. Just keep, you have a whole convention just floor just of people pushing. to keep deal. With. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very it's sweet. almost like um like the living situation I was just talking about before we started recording, where it was like they had the dogs come in. And they had the dogs meet each other yeah. to make sure they liked each other, but they didn't give me the courtesy to tell me that I was living with dogs. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like that same thing where it's like, I'm just going to do whatever
0: I want and doesn't you matter. You can deal about with yours, it. You can deal with it. Can't take a joke? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, it's, is it going to kill you to ask? Is asking exactly. a question that painful? Exactly. Like, yeah. that you can't physically can't bring yourself to do it? Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about, too, of like, just like in relationships, like mm. if you have to ask a question, the answer might be no. Mm. So you can't get mad when somebody tells you no, yeah. Because you had it was a question. It a question. It could have an answer. Exactly. Of many varieties. Yeah. Like, was it that hard to ask you if you're like, hey, hey are you are you
1: cool with dogs? Uh, yeah. Not? I also think it's people who don't know how to communicate
0: effectively. That's true too. I think
1: that's a big thing where it's like exactly what you're saying. There can be a no they're scared for like actual,
0: like adult interaction, interaction, yeah.
1: conversation. So they avoid and that leads to like bigger problems.
0: Oh, absolutely. Cause it's snowballs. You end exactly. up with this one little moment. Like, Oh, it's uncomfortable to say that. So I'm not going to, and, and then it yes. just keeps, it keeps getting going bigger, and and bigger, bigger and bigger and, and bigger. bigger. It's
1: like a pimple. Yeah. It's like when I see a pimple, and I'm like, don't touch it, but then I have to touch <laughs> it, so then I touch it a little bit,
0: and I touch it a little bit more, I touch it a little
1: more. bit more, and
0: it's just like, oh. And the next thing you know, you have to call your facialist and be like, I've done it again. Yeah, I so we have a situation <laughs> on my left cheek. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need to call in a professional. Exactly,
1: and I take it out, but it's like, if I just it.
0: if you just would have just let it ride, just let it, ri- just let let it ride. ride. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. But at the same time mm-hmm. though, like, I wonder like how, and again, like maybe this is something as a general a generation will find or not. I don't know. But yeah. like learning to effectively communicate largely comes stems from your parents exactly. and like exactly. your yeah. learning situation. Upbringing. If, totally. Like when I was mm-hmm. running around the world, interviewing people for my documentary, I saw that a lot of like people ended up in a lot of bad 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 situations and their parents were a didn't ever talk to them about anything or how to even mentioned how to use their voice or mm-hmm. anything they were just running around here out here blinded and naive basically or once they did get into a situation and they were in absolute crisis their parents ta- just tapped out because they're like wow. i'm too i can't deal with this go somewhere else wow yeah and it's, and those people by and large don't recover from whatever trauma it is that they experienced in any and all flavors, Yeah. but it's something that you're right though. Like as yeah. adults, like we have to learn, have to learn how to how say to, words,
1: exactly how to communicate in like directly and effectively. Mm-hmm. I saw this meme, it was said something like people who don't know how to communicate, think every conversation is an argument. Yeah. So they don't know how to have like the tougher conversations. Without it escalating, because they don't know if this is just communication. Yeah, maybe a tougher conversation, but it's just talking. Yeah, they think it's an argument or fighting, or it has to be like
0: it's like There's be dramatic, dramatic.
1: I have to be right. You have to be wrong. Rawr. Yeah, to be like like super like defensive. It like, gets
0: aggro so fast, so
1: fast, because they didn't learn those communication skills, where it's like it's okay to just talk things out.
0: Yeah, well, that and like and like thinking about your words before you say them or mm-hmm. like really thinking about like, what do I need to convey here? And like the stakes at hand, yeah. like just evaluate, just like spending two minutes, like thinking about that before you have to go solve a problem or something yeah. is tremendous. It's kind of one of those like ounce of prevention, pound to cure things. A hundred percent. I actually broke up with
1: this guy that I used to date because of his poor communication skills.
0: Which is not an uncommon thing. It's not a common thing. You weren't the first person. It was truly, it wasn't even so much he couldn't
1: communicate. It was that he couldn't listen. So he was the type of person who would listen to respond, not listen to understand. Yeah. So like as I would talk to him, he would already be in his mind thinking of like 15 things to say back. But Mm -hmm. he wasn't actually responding to what I was saying. Because he wasn't
0: actually listening to what I was yeah. saying.
1: And I was just like, I can't Which do Which is thing. a
0: telltale sale sign that that person doesn't care. Yeah. Like they're they're caring about their own situation. Exactly. Not yours. And you can't really fix that. You can't
1: fix that. Yeah, it's not and it's not my job too. No. I don't want yeah. to. It's
0: Ugh, it's mm, too much. No. It's too like, much. You're Yeah. Was it like Michelle K or somebody was like, He's already grown, what are you gonna do? Exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, Michelle! Yeah. Hey, Michelle Kay! <laughs> and <Mary>. Trina!
0: <laughs> Michelle <laughs> <Mary. laughs> I was, like, I,
1: was like, I was like Michelle Obama, <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, Michelle, okay, no, no, take it way, way back. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Michelle, she was like, I can't, um, I can't raise a grown man, yeah, or something like that. He's, exactly, there's, he's already, he already yeah, can't I everything. can't raise
0: you, Andy. No, no, those are two it's mutually exclusive events.
1: Exactly. No, 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 no. No, but
0: yeah, like, and that's yeah. a telltale sign that somebody doesn't it's care. Insane. But again, that's a skill set of learning mm-hmm. how to effectively communicate and spotting that of like, I say something. And clearly, my words have zero meaning, or they do have meaning, but they don't even. But they don't even care. They don't care.
1: Yeah, we were actually having like, like a mini like conversation, and I was like testing it, and so he was like talking, and I was like, yeah, well, you know, like about like my time, like something, something, and and I was, and he's like, no, like other people needed my time, and I was like, oh, like were you sleeping with them? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but he was talking about a, a male producer <laughs> that he obviously was sleeping with, but he wasn't actually listening to what I no. was saying. He was just talking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So you slept with him. Got it. And, like, we just, like, kept going. He totally went <laughs> over his head. Was totally not tuned in. And I was just like, this is the last conversation I'm having with This a, a waste breath. of
0: my breath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You should apologize to the trees Seriously, for the co two that, that you're at that point using. I was like, now this is
1: just an experiment, so let's see what I can get out of it. you. Yeah, As a great story, but that's it. Like,
0: ugh, that was ridiculous. That's rough. It was rough. Yeah, but yeah, like just recognizing that there's like, there's nothing I can do here. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to back away slowly gonna and, let go and my Homer God, Simpson it into the bushes <laughs> and keep on going. Exactly.
1: I was like, this one, is, this one's just oh, this one's a wrap. It's a loss. It's a lo- <laughs> I'm gonna catch this L and see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna take that L train. We'll take oh, that L all oh, the way on out 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 here. Oh, that's rough. I'm gonna go find <laughs> an adult to, to actually have a conversation with. You, you know, I, <laughs> I had somebody tell me once, um, that like the, like the, like the biggest disappointment, like as an adult is like figuring out that like, there are no adults. Well, there are no adults, but, like, you have people that are in adult bodies around you, but that doesn't mean anything. No, that means nothing. It means nothing. It means absolutely
1: nothing. Yeah. They're, like, in a 27-year-old body with, like, a six-year-old mind.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. It's just, like... <laughs> they just stopped one day, like, this is good. This is good. I'm just going to live in this and mindset. Have the emotional
1: capacity of a seven-year-old
0: for life.
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> Take that one...
0: Till the wheels fall. Exactly.
1: Let's rock this. <laughs> Temper tantrums.
0: Got him down. <laughs> Don't know how to communicate. Check, check, check. Absolutely. <laughs> my gosh. I was... Uh, my, uh, my little cousin is like... Kind of like... He's 19 and he's mm-hmm. like spreading his wings and like... Aww. Flying away into adulthood. It's yeah. very sweet and adorable. But he's... Uh, that side of my family is like so over dramatic, mm-hmm. and you know how like the whole hurt people hurt people thing. Yeah, like it's just so so dr- Everything is trauma. Like everything is is a giant big brouhaha. I know that. And he's not like somehow in his DNA he not became not that person. And everything is like a cool cucumber. To him. <laughs> 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 he's like melted into the couch. He's I such a softy it. basically. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man. I just like texted and I said, what was up? And then that was that. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, they're still, you they're know, still in it. they're still on all caps all the time. Yeah. And it's like, Mm-mm. you just like, really after all this time, like you figure, you haven't figured out that this doesn't, this doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it doesn't
1: serve you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just sound all like frou-frou, but whatever, I'll go there. Yeah. It's like, get your frou-frou on. I'll put my frou-frou on right now. <laughs> but it's like a good example of people who are conscious and people who are unconscious. Like mm-hmm. there are people who are literally like sleepwalking through life and they're on reactionary mode. Yeah. So they're not actually like thinking, okay, what was said or what happened? Let me think about this. Let me process this and then figure out the best way to go forward. They are They're just operating from a place of react, 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 react. So and hope that it gets and me hope the... that it gets something. So they're, they're not actually processing or evaluating or like, Critical thinking about things, they're just like, nope, I'm gonna react. I have to be right. Ego says I have to be right, so I'm gonna react, 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 react. And I'm hopefully gonna bring you... up everything from twenty years ago
0: <laughs> into conversation. We're gonna conversation. take it to the way, way
1: back. Remember that time when we were five, you saw my Barbie, I hate you for it now. No, I'm not. happy fifty fifth. Like you know what I mean? It's like, but it it's happens, like all that stuff because they haven't elevated the level of consciousness where they where they know that. I'm not my thoughts. I'm the thinker of my thoughts. I can control my thoughts. Therefore, I can control myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's the only thing in this world that you can't control. Hello.
1: It's like you Trust ha- me. I had to learn that I could not control other people. And that was a sad day in my life. Yeah. It's a sad day <laughs> in everybody's life.
0: Like if you can, if you can finally get there, it's a sad day. Yeah. But once you move on from it, be like the only thing I control. Is me, is me. It's on the, the most best day, <laughs> liberating thing
1: in the world, and that is still a struggle. There's yes. some days where I'm like, "Candy, can you get it together? It isn't working out. Bring it in, Bring <laughs> it in. It in.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, like that's that's a hard thing, but it's harder to live under the false reality. Sleepwalking, yeah, actually.
1: It you're, you're sleepwalking. You're not actually living your life. You're you're reacting to external stimuli
0: that you have. That you've no control yeah, over. No control over. You can't. Which
1: is why you're, which is why it, the, which is why it's like dramatic and chaotic because there is no control. So it's like if I'm trying to control something that I have no control over, and
0: you're never going to be able to. It's physically impossible. It's going to
1: be dramatic and chaotic because yeah. you don't have control
0: over it. And you're choosing. And you're choosing to, yeah, that experience. I saw something the other day about how there's like about anxiety and about how like mm. if you get anxious because something may or might happen in some altered future or whatever yeah. that if it does in fact happen then you had to live it twice exactly because you went through it in your mind the first time regardless if it was in living in reality or yeah. not and then when it did come like the real day <laughs> came yeah. and that that sequence of events happened you had to live it twice exactly you had to go through it twice and i I was like, that is absolutely correct. Like once is enough. Once is enough. That's, I, that's more than I wanted to do at all. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> so,
1: and also you probably like brought it into your own existence yeah. by having that anxiety, like it's true. Like if you were like, this is going to happen, uh, yeah. you, you, the world, your subconscious, everything will, will work out to make that happen. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but it's also what you're saying. It's like, um, dwelling in the past is depression. Dwelling in the future is anxiety. Dwelling in the present is happiness. Yeah. Because it's like in the past, you can't change what happened in the past. You gotta let that go. If you're always in the past, you're depressed and sad. Whoa, and blah, 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 blah. All this happened to me. Not that, not to dismiss that, because of course that's meaningful in everybody's life, but you can't live there. That's depression. You can't live with like, in the future of like, this might happen. I'm scared. I'm anxious. I'm, you know, on 10, what if, what if, what if if, if, if?" that's anxiety. But if you're just like in this moment right now I'm being present I'm having a great conversation with a really smart, funny, awesome, beautiful, like woman, this is awesome. You enjoy that present moment. You're just like, this is good.
0: And if you can string those present moments. moments together, you might get something. When you
1: string those moments together, you get an existence of happiness and being present.
0: When I was in India the first time, I was interviewing acid attack survivors within an acid attack survivor house. And the lady that runs it, Ria Sharma, who is a saint on this earth. But I asked her, I was like, how do you like emotionally deal with this? Because it, it is... That's at, a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot to facilitate these women and their families going through this thing, they may or may not survive. Like it's, it's really gnarly. And you're working on your government to like physically dealing with them and trying to keep them alive. Plus harping on your government to like help out or prevent, or I don't know, lift a finger in some sort of an effort. Yeah. Like that's a lot to do. And she's like, well, you know, it didn't happen to me. So like, what right do I have to get, you know, all in my feelings about it? I was like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, it's not about me, and I'm like, you're right, it's not about you. But that's a lot. That's still to a lot. stew in. That's a yeah. that's a very heavy thing.
1: I'm I'm kind of a Sarah McLachlan animal. Yeah, Like so, I'm a mess at those. So, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'll have to master that one one day, but not not yet.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of <coughs> that's a lot of yoga zen mastering. Yeah. And I have not I have not no. achieved that level yet. Or. Maybe at some point in my life I might possibly, I might, but, but not right now, not in the foreseeable future. Now, um, and I noticed that when she, there was a woman that, lo and behold, came in from Zimbabwe, and it was like their first international acid attack survivor that they had. Oh, wow. Forty-seven um, percent of her body was burned, and she was in Zimbabwe, and they don't really have like plastic surgeons and people to deal with this in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe and they're like, "You should go to India because they have people for this; like they know what they're doing." so her aunt brought her to india and she was in really 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 rough shape that when she came in she's doing much better now but Rhea said to her that the worst was over that like the actual experience of being burned on that day was like the worst and it could really only get better from there and i was thinking about it in my life and i'm like what if the worst is over and i've already yeah. made it through that yeah we're good from here on, yeah. on. let's <laughs> just smooth sail yeah like if, and I feel like I hopefully, like if I keep telling myself that of like yeah. the worst is over, I've already done the You've things, already done the, the, yeah. the worst the of it, the things are over. Yeah. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna coast yeah. down, <laughs> downhill from here on out yeah. that hopefully that will be the situation. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I forgot who told me this, but very, very similar. They just said, give it. Give yourself and give life the benefit of the doubt that like things are gonna be okay. Yeah. Like give it the benefit of the doubt. We give people the benefit of the doubt all day long when they don't
0: deserve it. When they don't deserve it. When you know good and well. They're gonna do it again. (laughs) They're gonna do do it bad. They're lying. They're cheating. Yeah. 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 We do it so often. The least, the least we could do is extend it to life in general. Yeah, to
1: life, or even to ourselves. Like I'm gonna give myself the benefit of the doubt that I'm gonna get through all of this and it's gonna all be great. And everything's gonna work out for me.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. Just, it'll be fine. <laughs> or the age-old like, it'll all be fine in the end. Of and if it's not fine, it's not the it's end. Not
1: the end. <laughs> exactly. Just keep, it moving. keep just, it moving.
0: Just keep it. Just yeah. just one foot in front of the other is as hard as that sounds. And I remember like people just like back in the day. Like I always felt like people were just saying words like, oh, one day at a time. And I'm like, no. That's a soap opera. Like what does that mean? <laughs> now that I'm
1: an adult, I'm like.
0: Those mantras, yeah.
1: like, they get me through the, <laughs> the day. They do. i like, like, everything's you... working out. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. Count to five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just got to make it through today. Just if you can it make today. it the next X amount of hours, oh, it'll be it. fine. We'll hit reset.
1: Oh, my gosh. Did you watch um, Unbreakable Kimmy Smith? Yes. Okay. So there was this one scene, I think it was in season one, where Kimmy's, like, she had to like churn something for a long time. Oh, yeah. and so she would count to ten and because she was like, I can do anything for ten, 10 seconds. seconds. She was like one, two, three, all the way up to ten. <laughs> and then she'd like, do it again. To have to get to Turn those over ten seconds. She was like, I can do anything for ten seconds. And that like really stuck with me. Like if I'm like out for a run, I'm like, I can do I can do anything for a minute, right? Yeah. Like, one more minute. Sixty oh. seconds. One more minute. Count it down. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm like working and I just really want to like like stop working and watch like housewives or something. Like yeah. I'm like, well, I can keep working for like 10 more minutes. Right. Yeah. And then that, 10 I got minutes 10 becomes, in me. I got, I got 10, 10, 10, in 10 me. more in me. And I feel like that's kind of like a good philosophy for life. You're just kind of like, you know what? I can do one more day. I, I can do one more stretch. I can do one more week. I can do one more, whatever, just have that, whatever that like micro teeny measurement, tiny get through, just have that and be like, I can you that minute. I can give that
0: day. Like, and once you hit yeah. your max out, you're like, nah, dude, I don't have, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't have 10 have more it, in but me. You earned that yeah. max out. You yeah. earned it and you're like, all right. You figured and out you where that so edge is and you're like, yeah. this is where I draw the this line. This is where
1: I'm doing it. Because
0: if you're going to have boundaries, you're going to need to know where they are. A hundred percent. How did you get into your like setting boundaries? Ooh, wellness my
1: self world journey. For me it really started when I started out um, in corporate America. I started out doing um, I interned for Louis Vuitton in their PR department. Oh, and then after that which was really fun. The
0: dream.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was it was it was it was exactly what you thought it would be. I learned a lot about like myself and like don't cry. And like yeah. <laughs> like don't don't cry at work. Cry in the bathroom when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> like don't cry at work. <coughs> so I definitely learned that.
0: You can't cry on the vachetta. It'll stain.
1: (laughs) You can't. So I learned that. Um, That's my first fall in love with storytelling, actually, Mm -hmm. was one of my, like, duties was, they're like, this is the showroom, and you can make it anything you want to make it. Just, just know where everything is, and when the editors come in, know what to show them. So for me, I was like, okay, so the showroom really has to be able to tell a story. And I really have to be able to pull
0: this out. Yeah, so where the that designer's in, going for that collection and exactly, that season. Like, is, oh. it like the,
1: is it the winter issue? Is it the, you know, the summer body issue? Like, what story is that issue telling? And mm-hmm. then how can I weave in our fashions into that story? So that's my first fell in the storytelling. And then worked in corporate America, did PR, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then I sort of quit corporate America and I started doing my own blog, um, my own podcast on camera stuff, like hosting, acting, all that fun stuff. And that was when I had to learn since I was doing it for myself, I had to learn, okay, I need to set some boundaries and some standards so I can't just post for free. I can't just, um, work for free. I can't just do, you know, like, creative stuff for free. Because a lot of times when you work in a creative space, you know,
0: or in media... You want to do those things. You
1: want to do them. And everyone that knows that, in. like, there's still people who want to do it, that they exploit that, where you should be getting paid for your talent, and you should be getting paid for your time. So I had to learn how to say no, which was awesome. So hard for me. I, I and you know don't why. get to do
0: the work either. And when you love it, and yeah. you're a workaholic like that, you're like yeah. you're like taking an experience out of your own hands. And you're like, Aah.
1: but then you're also like, but I know that I should be getting paid for this. Yeah. Like I know that because if I want to go from being an amateur or a hobbyist, I need to get paid because that's how you become a professional. Yeah. So if I want to be a professional at what I do, if I want to be a full time content creator and monetize what I'm doing, I have to get paid for it. So I I had to learn how to say no. I had to learn how to push back. I had to learn how to know when my no was a no. And when my yes was a hell yes. Yeah. (laughs) So you know what I mean? Like if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So I had to really get firmed up on that stuff. But the way that I got to being able to do that externally was I had to learn to value myself internally first. So I didn't know that like, not, necessarily, I didn't have like low self-esteem, but I didn't have the best self-esteem and I never really thought of it myself that way. I was like, "No, of course, I have great self-esteem. I'm really smart with a great school. I'm doing great. Kicking ass." But then how come I had such a hard time, you know, negotiating for my value? How come I had such a hard time? Yeah, that's like that's, no that's Yeah, that's a yes. skill
0: set it's in a itself. Skill
1: set in itself. But that skill set only rests upon a good foundation of self and mm-hmm. a good foundation of, no, I am inherently intrinsically valuable. What I do is meaningful and you're going to pay me for it because that's what I deserve.
0: And otherwise you wouldn't be in my inbox Period. if it
1: wasn't. Exactly. You're asking for me to give you value because you know I'm valuable. You're just not trying to pay me for that value. Yeah. And so I had to get firm on on, on myself and being like, no, who I am matters what I do is valuable, my voice is meaningful, my talent is meaningful, and I'm going to continue to push forward until I get paid for it, which obviously, like, I do now. Yay, that's awesome. But then I also had to learn other ways to, like, to, to pay myself for it. So I'm like, okay, well, you're not going to pay me to do this, you know, web series. I'm going to create my own web series or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think for me, when I, the way I came into the self-care wellness space was just out of necessity, really going from, I'm turning my passion of blogging and and Instagramming and social media and on camera and doing all that fun stuff into, I'm a business. Like I'm I'm a full-time. This is a machine. This is a machine. I'm making money and this is what I'm doing. I'm professional and I want to be taken seriously as a professional. So that's when I had to learn really getting my self-esteem up Really getting myself. Yeah, because if up. you
0: if you if you if you're not buying it, I'm not buying it. How is me? anybody else going to begin to? And
1: what I also learned was that the moment I pushed back, they'd be like, "Oh well, send me your rate sheet then." Like, they'll be like, oh, we're going to send you this really cool, like, you know, face mask to try, you know, in kind and for a post. And I write back, I'm like, oh, I'm like, thank you so much for reaching out. That's really great. What is the, what? what's your budget for this? Oh, we don't have a budget. Okay, well, I only do paid placement, placements. Let me know when you, when you get one everything changes. Oh, okay. Then, well, what are your rates? Give me your rate card. Or we have, oh, oh, we found
0: a little bit of budget for this. Yeah.
1: Because it's all a business. And
0: yeah, it's, they're going to try to get it for free they're gonna first. They're going to try
1: to get it for free. And it's like any relationship, even like dating or friendships or family, in business relationships, people will always try to test you
0: mm-hmm. to see what they can get away with. To quote Derek Jackson, they're going to check your, check your temperature. Exactly.
1: <laughs> they're checking your temperature. Burn them. Exactly. So it's like, oh, first they're going to reach out with, well, Cindy, this can you pose? To see, I don't want to say dumb, but like kind of, to see if you're like easy enough to, yeah. to take that. like, you know what I mean? They're not gonna, it's like, like guys, like if you're dating a guy and he's just like, okay, well like I'll text it later maybe, or you know what I mean? Or like he hits you up on Saturday and it's like 10 o'clock or something. Hey, when come out for a drink, never made a plan. If you're that easy and you're just like, Oh my God, yeah. Be there in five. Then he's like, okay, this is a girl I don't have to put effort into. This is a girl who doesn't have certain standards and boundaries. This is a girl that I can get away with treating this type of way. But when you're like, Hey, you don't respond to that text. You, still, you respond the next morning. Hey, I was out with my friends. We had such a great time. You want to meet up with me? Let's make a plan. Let me know. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, that's a girl that I have to like put effort into. That's a girl I have to actually show up for. Same with the people who I work with, like the different, you know, brand managers or publicists. Oh, this is an influencer that I have to pay. Yeah. This is an influencer who has a rate. This In- is an, influ- this is an influ- influencer who gets it. So you show people, whether it's in business or relationships, how to treat you.
0: Yeah. You teach everybody how to treat you. hundred percent. And if they're not on, if they're not, if they're not Jedi mastering the the Yoda teachings, then mm-hmm. they can get on down the road. Exactly. <laughs> which yeah. is a great, which is a great litmus test for <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It's slightly off topic, but I think no, it's, it's okay. I think it's slightly interesting that like, cause I, People know this about me. I live on yeah. Celebrity Welfare. We got more free stuff than we can deal with. Like, mm-hmm. we had to move because people just pile, just send stuff to our house. No, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. And we've gotten so much stuff from gifting suites over the years. Thank God, because we use a good portion of it. Yeah. But, like, when people, when brands get into those gifting suites, they pay a certain amount of money to mm-hmm. be there and to gift certain people with these products. And they get to take a picture at said event. Right. The end. If you use and like their product and decide to cheerlead for it in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. that's a bonus, not required. No, like, not it's really mind-blowing to me that these days companies have the balls enough to be like, yeah, so we're going to send you this thing and then you're going to say a nice thing about it. And it's like, ah, 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 ah. Up, pull up, pull <laughs> up, back the truck up. We don't even know each other like that. Exactly. Hang on a second. Like fire girl dinner first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we we need you need to enjoy, we need some introductions here. Exactly. But like yeah. I have to figure out if I even like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mister Slide in the DMs. Exactly, 100.
1: Um, back it or up. Or like the sneaky ones who are like, oh, we want to send you something. We'll get it to you ASAP. And then they're like, oh, and by the way, here's a code to share with your users. Nah, nah, nah. You're not getting me on the okie doke That's why I push back and I'm like, oh, what, well, you want to do an actual campaign? Well, then these are what the rates are and these are yeah. what the guidelines are. Not like, they try and trick you like, we're going to gift you with a really cool bag or we're going to gift you with like these like power bars. What's your shipping <sighs> address? And then it's like, by the way, Here's a code for your followers. No, you're trying to you're trying to like backhandedly get a can like an actual campaign. Mm-mm, you're not no. getting a swipe
0: up. You need to no. sit down. Exactly. There will be no swipe up here. There'll ups be no here. swiping
1: up here until the invoice and the check clears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just have yeah. a seat. Hang oh, on God. a second. Back to Instagram memes. I saw one that said you can pick my brain. It, it said you can you can pick my brain when the check clearers or, or, yeah. or the invoice clear something like that. And I was like, I love that because sometimes you get the people who were like, Oh, can I pick your brain? And then they really just want you to like consult them on all their stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no,
0: you can pay me for a consulting fee. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they know. And the thing is like, we live in an age of like so many kids, like there's so many people that are out here like mm-hmm. willing to do that, to yeah. be, like be a consultant and go look at your, whatever mess you made. Yeah. <laughs> And and figure it out yeah and try to make order out of your chaos like those people are available to you like just scrape it oh my god
1: together I had a call the other day with this guy I'm not gonna say what his name was I don't even know if he's like legit but he was like trying to do like some reality show about like fashion and beauty and he was like do you want to be on a reality show and I was like well what is it about like let me just like get my bearings like what are you talking about he was like, well, you know, it's, it's about, it's like really high quality about fashion and beauty, but I can't tell you anything else. unless so I send you like an NDA and I'm like, that means you don't know what it's about. Um, and then, and then he was like, can you like talk to your contacts about like funding it or like is this is another option. And then like, you know, you know, those like really like fast talkers, but they're actually not saying anything. <sighs> and I was just like, no, There's just words
0: it's coming just out of the mouth, out hole.
1: mouth and I was just like, well, Is it actually picked up? Do you have a network? Do you have investors? Like,
0: what stations? What are you doing here? a Treatment
1: and a script. Do you have like talent attached to it? Like, what are you doing? Like, do you you have a a showrunner? Yeah. Do you have anything? And it was just a lot of like blah 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 blah. So you have to watch out for those people who just like. I want my twenty minutes back. Yeah. Twenty minutes. (laughs) I'm reclaiming my time, (laughs) but I'll never get back. Listening to you babble about nothing.
0: (laughs) About some nonsense. Yeah. Well. It just it happens so often, so often in this time. But those people take advantage of people that just want to be on a thing. They just want to do the thing. And people who don't get how the industry actually works. Yeah, I used back in the day, people would send me things of like, oh yeah, we want to bring you in for an audition, and it's Mm -hmm. like a love scene or whatever. I mean, just like the schmarmiest of schmarmy things. Uh, I was like, oh, you didn't know you called the queen the the queen of petty. You dial one eight hundred petty, sir. Let's do this. <laughs> so I'd be like, yeah, totally. Send over your perfect funds to my manager. Here's her email address. love it. And they're like, click, click. <laughs> next. Yep. But like a lot of like a lot of girls that are like fresh off the boat or. Oh yeah people that just don't know how like projects come together or, like what's a real tv show or what's not mm-hmm. or what's a real movie or what's not what's in production what's out of production what pre-production really means mm-hmm. you know they fall into these traps or they end up going to these bad castings i did an episode um a while ago now mm-hmm. probably like a year ago because We have been doing the show for a long time about like how to avoid like shady castings oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah me and my friend ozzy like unpack that bag because her and I are always doing these like TNA jobs and stuff like that and we're like no no no, no. This, is, this is how you do this <laughs> stay away from the crazy but that's what happens like you end up with people like that but you in more often than not you have to get burned a couple once at least once or more often than not like a couple times to like yeah. really be able to filter that out which is a great thing to have like some sort of resource to be like is this legit this is legit yeah. this is real this person sounds like a crazy person I'm confused yeah <laughs> Because, like, you know, supposedly the freaks come out at night, but in Hollywood... They're all day. All day. 24-7. Seven, seven. They don't have a home. Speaking <laughs> of
1: um, shyness, you had asked me about um, a Me Too. Yeah. Okay, so...
0: Spill tea. That's this what we're here tea. for.
1: This is before I moved to L.A. Uh-huh. I was coming to L.A. for, like, a visit, almost like a, you know, to test the water, yeah. to test the temperature. And the guy that I was seeing at the time, so i was living in New York, was like, oh... My cousin's, it's a little convoluted, so let me break it down. The guy that I was seeing at the time was like, oh, my cousin's husband's college friend is a TV and film producer in L.A. When you're out in L.A., I'll see if I can get a meeting with you and him. Yeah. Okay, so I'm out in L.A., granted, the TV producer, I'm not going to say his real name, let's call him Producer X. Mm Mm-hmm is a legitimate producer. I mean, if I told you the TV shows and the movies that he produced, you would all know them, massive blockbuster, like totally legit professionally
0: in the Schedule A shows. Yes.
1: However, behind the scenes, it was this running joke between him and his friends how he had a book of headshots of all of the models and actresses that he basically banged. And it was like his Bible book of just like headshots of like all these women, and he's not the most—he's not the hottest guy. That matters, but yeah. So I have a a meeting—a quote-unquote meeting—with him, which turned into I'd actually gotten dinner and drinks with like his friends before that. Then he randomly shows up later, completely like whacked out of his mind. Oh lord! And he proceeds to tell me that. I needed to emaciate myself if I was going to make it in the industry because all the people who make it are emaciated and like really, really thin, especially any girl of ethnicity. They're all half white anyway. This is what he told me, um, for you guys who can't see me, I'm a brown girl. Um, and so he told me that I had to emaciate myself and he also told me that his best advice was to,
0: can we swear on here? We're not supposed to.
1: Okay. So his so his best advice he gave me was to f my way to the top and not to the middle. He said that if I would pretend to be his girlfriend, he would change my life. He said that if I were sleeping with him, and and, and this wasn't all in this one night. This yeah. had happened like over. This
0: was a mini series.
1: A few, <laughs> few mini series, yes. Um, and then he went on to tell me a bunch of like Hollywood A list girls had all slept their way to the top a lot of those names that he told me actually came out during the whole Me Too Weinstein movement, like, mm-hmm. a lot of those names that came out, like, talking about it, whether it was, like, Star Magazine or Page Six or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so those were just a couple of the things that he told me I needed to do in order to, quote, unquote, make it, and that if I were to do things with him, I would, he would just change my life and, like, do all his other things and blah, 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 blah. Um, he had all those t- cliche th- things. All those cliche things. He had attempted to kiss me uh, multiple times. I said no. Then, lo and behold, flash forward a month after all of this, he had told his group of friends, and I got back to that and dating that I had gone down on him, which did not happen.
0: Oh, my but lord. But he was saying
1: that to save face because he had put up this whole bra- bravado facade yeah. of having all these, like, whatever. And then the guy I was dating got mad at me was being like, did you do that? You know, like this whole thing and I'm like, no, 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 no. But once someone puts it out there, even if it's a lie, a lie has life. And so, I didn't, I was like, I didn't do it but I'm leaving it there because the more I defended myself, the more people think it's true. Like, you you just, once someone lies on you, it is a betrayal and it's, yeah, and it it, it is a, a character assassination and it is, and it is still tra- traumatic and harmful
0: Well, totally. for someone
1: to do that. It's, it's horrible.
0: One of my best friends that was in the documentary that I made, that was her thing that happened to her initially. Um, this kid that she went to school with, like his aunt like lived across the way. And he would kick it at this aunt's house and watch when her dad would come and go and knew when he was out of the house and then busted up in her house one day and was like, you're going to suck my dick. And if you don't, I'm going to tell everybody that you did anyway. And he forced her to. And then he got away with that and ended up raping her later on down the line. Mm-hmm. So that, again, back to the predator thing, like that is, that is a technique, a, a classic textbook armchair yeah. technique of the predator. It's like, well, you might as well, because I'm going to tell everybody anyway. Yeah. So. It might as well be true. It might as well be
1: true because yeah. the
0: aftermath was basically it was
1: it was it was the same as as if I had. Yeah. Because even though I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, I. It was like an like, altercation like, of reality. I swear, like I swear to God, it did not happen. Not go down. The fact that he put it out there, it's out there. Yeah. And a lie has life. hmm And he put it out there, and and yeah, I just it was. I'm I'm so thankful that nothing further than that than that happened. Yeah but that in and of itself was, was enough. It was, it was crazy.
0: But I think that's like how perpetuated like this casting couch nonsense has gotten is like, it's gotten into people's heads that like on both sides that like, oh, I can just take advantage of people. If Mm -hmm. I go get this job, if I get this title on my business card, then I can just go do this to people. I can abuse people at will and it's gonna be super fun. And that's a lot of their motivation to even go get that job. It's not even because they want to do the actual job itself. Um, And then on the other side, it makes people feel like, yeah, that is the only way. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Stand, you, can't. you can't stand on your own two feet. That's impossible. That's yeah. not even. A, that's not even an option. Yeah, your talent's not going to get you in the door. Yeah,
1: you're not going to get in the door yourself. You're yeah, gonna, you have to like put out for it.
0: Yeah, you don't have enough business acumen to like actually negotiate for yourself. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, you know what, guess what? If I can negotiate about it, I can negotiate the rest of this. Exactly. So the joke's on you. <laughs> 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 but like what a way to like run around screaming that like my dick is trash, I have to force it. <laughs> I have no, to force it on seriously. people. <laughs>
1: seriously. It's about like
0: Like what how sad is that to have an entire binder full of people that didn't want anything to do with you? Because it's they about, were disgusted by you. Because it's
1: about control. Yeah. It's about power and control. There are people who, in their warped minds, I don't even know how people
0: function, function in that and
1: like think and, and justify those actions. But yeah, he had a whole book, and like, I mean, maybe the book is a myth. I've never physically seen it, but like, they were all talking about it, where it was just like a book of just like all these like actresses and like models and stuff, and all these crazy things. But given the way he treated me, and given what he was saying and doing, like. I don't know, and then and it his, is, his, and his, it's also the culture of drugs. There's a lot of like drugs, like take this bump, do the like drink this. Smoke oh that. yeah, it's like such. We a used to have
0: these wild drug, culture. wild parties around here. We yeah, used to, we used to go to these like you know parties with people's houses and stuff. But, like and instead of like running around like people running around with like drink trays of drinks in their hands, like it'd be like lines of cocaine. Yeah, and the the trays weren't trays; they were mirrors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like. Blow for everybody. That's how Scott Storch blew, like, $30 million in cocaine up people's noses. Like, at his house in uh, Star Island in Miami, like, he'd have, wow. like, dinner parties. And then, like, you know how, like, like in The Little Mermaid, when he like, pulled yeah. up the thing? Like, it wasn't food. It was blow. <laughs> or, like, Sundance every year. Sundance every year is people, like like it's like some saying or something it's like not all the white powder snow uh, <laughs> like, yeah every single year people are messed up out of their minds at sundance so it's like really can you just like focus can, can you like you just calm, get just calm it like, down rain it in a little bit yeah just dial it back a bit. just to just get it under control yeah but yeah you're right like the, the drug factor comes in yeah. hardcore to it
1: because i want you to like have your inhibitions down yeah
0: it's easier to say yes out of your mind. That's one of Passed my out. That's one of my favorite games to play with people's because like you'll like go out sometimes and people are like, "Oh yeah, drink more, drink more, drink more." And I'm like, "Oh, you don't think I have a tolerance. I'll drink going to the table. This is yeah. fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it's that was one of my old school favorite games to play. It was like, "Oh, you want to play this game? You want to play this game again? You roll up the Let me You roll, roll them up. Let me roll them up. Exactly. You <laughs> got the main line. It's <laughs> Like, let's do this. I love it. Oh, love the it. terrible things that I take pleasure in this town.
1: Oh my God! Insane! Insane! Insane.
0: Just run up the bottle bill <laughs> like crazy. We need more. What's more. more? We need, we more. need more. Yeah. <laughs> The champagne bill comes back, and it's $16,000. They're like, oh, they're still not drunk. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it wasn't fun. I thought we were having fun. I know. Shots? Who wants to do shots? It's like the shot girls over. Let's do 10. Oh, God. I would be on the floor.
1: I am such a lightweight. Like, that game I could not play. Um, I, like, look at shots, and I'm wasting yeah. it. Yeah. like, is that tequila? i <laughs> 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 The mess. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that.
0: You know, and like and you can act like a mess too, and especially like in Vegas. Like you can act like a mess in the club and then like clean it up on the casino floor. And they're Mm. like, wait a minute, I thought you were hammered. Like, no, I'm fine, let's go. Yep. Let's keep it moving. And they're like, (laughs) How? It's a physics equation at this point. Like, doesn't it blood alcohol content? Doesn't No? Okay. so sad but I love it what a fun game to play um so fun but yeah it's become and I've talked about this with so many people like it's become like a both sides of the equation kind of a Mm -hmm. thing like the person who perceives themselves to be in power because the truth is is that no one can make you or break you except you Mm -hmm. like people think that the people in this town have so much power and blah 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 and the reality is like they don't really. And you can't sleep your way to the top. You can only sleep your way to the middle because you still have to do the job. Yeah. Like, and if you can't do the job, then you're just going to be out here sucking all types of goods <laughs> with no jobs because exactly, a hand is going to be the only job that you're going to get because you can't do anything else, Yeah. which is, you know, which is fine, whatever. Some people do that with their with themselves, but the that's kind of how perpetual, up until The New Yorker broke the story to the public with Harvey Weinstein, like everybody just thought that that's how and it, how it went. worked. Yeah. yeah and it's it not, yeah. it's not the case. Like for some people it is like, there's, there's a, a clear list of names who, you know, X, Y, and Z. But at the same time though, like there's another plethora of people that like, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, like I went in for it just like everybody else. And it. I got it. And it worked out. Yeah. yeah. We didn't think it, especially for like people's breakout stuff. Like you can't yeah. plan success. Yeah. Like you can't like ask any record label in town. Yeah, <laughs> like just because you throw P and A money at it or you get the most hype you can, that doesn't mean that it's going to be well received. It yeah. just doesn't. Um, a PR friend of mine did um, was in charge of doing numbers on uh, like the social campaigns yeah. for when Katy Perry put out her movie. She had a movie. Yeah, she had like a <laughs> she had like a live movie. You remember the poster for it? It was like her singing into like a hairbrush Mm-mm. in that, I in missed a mirror. That whole situation. Okay, well that <laughs> goes great with the story. And then Lady Gaga had put out, I think, five foot two or okay. whatever it was. It was her like doc. Yeah, yeah, it was around the same time. It was kind of like the same thing. Um, and Directv. They were doing their social numbers in, in conjunction with, like, DirecTV and, like, all the PNA people that yeah. were, like, reporting sales. And they were like, yeah. Katy Perry tweeted and Instagrammed and did fulfilled her contract, did all the things that she was supposed to do. No one cared. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I, <laughs> and, didn't, I didn't even know about this. Yeah. yeah,
0: and Lady Gaga did all the things she was supposed to do, although it was rather minimal considering. And her stuff... Went off the charts and people genuinely loved it. And you can't plan that. If you could plan success, all of these studios would, would would, yeah, all these studios, all these record labels, all these networks, they would just plan success. But it's not, it's not possible. So when you back that up to the people that cannot plan success, like they can't plan your success either.
1: Yeah. Like, and a lot of times they're lying.
0: Yeah. A lot of times they're 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 going to sleep with
1: you. They're going to get you to go down on them. They're going to humiliate you. Totally exploit you, and then not pick up your call the next day. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. Not worth it. No.
0: it's There are very, very, very few people in this town that actually can make those decisions to be Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, we're going to slide this person into this show, or we're going to put this person in in this movie or whatever. There's so, so, so few of those people. Yeah. And usually
1: they reserve those for, like, family and, like, actual girlfriends and wives. Yeah.
0: Totally. And friends. Mm-hmm, for sure. Like, it's just not something that... They they try to do it, although they say they're going to, but mm-hmm. people with the actual power to do it, the likelihood of ever running into them is so, so small. Yeah. Because there's, like, the smallest of small handful of people. It's like, honestly, at this point, after all that's happened, it's probably, like, five people left that could still do it. But at the same time, though, like, now that films and television is put together by an algorithm. Those valuations are done by an algorithm. They're not done by someone who works in distributions like Brain anymore of like, yeah, we can put this project at this valuation. We think it'll bring these numbers or blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. It's put into an algorithm. And it's kind of like how, the best I can explain it is like, it's how like real estate agents decide to value a house. Mm-hmm. They pull up comps in the neighborhood or yep. all of these you know zip codes and data and all of these factors. And then they put... Bedrooms and bathrooms and all that stuff—all of these, you know, tiny pieces of information that make up the whole—and then they put it on the market. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick a million-dollar price tag on this." this is fine. <laughs> and somebody might come along and be like, Shh, "That's a great deal! I yeah. love this. This is beautiful. Here's million dollars. Thanks later, horse." And then there's other, be- and or it might sit there on the market, and they might have to drop the price and drop the price and drop the price. We do we do. Project valuations by an algorithm now, it's not somebody's brain. So if you can't move the needle in the algorithm, like literally on paper, like if you didn't do, if you don't have anything in your body of work that gave you that spit out a paper value in that algorithm, Mm -hmm. you can't get into the algorithm, (laughs) which is a catch 22 in itself. But if you can, you can, if you have a proven like track record of like, for every dollar invested, you brought $3 a la Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf at one time was like the best indie film investment return. Whoa. Is that if you spent a dollar on him, you got three back. Not anymore. <laughs> Not, oh no, this was a long, long time yeah. ago. But he's just a good example because you can see how that wave rode yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but the, if you can't participate in that, then yeah. there's nothing to do. And anybody that wants... Any sane person, I should say, that can get the people that do move the needle in an algorithm, they're going to give them whatever they want yeah. to be able to be like, oh, I only have to spend five dollars on you to get a to get you know seven dollars in return, and then I'm going to keep the two. They're happy to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll wait years for availability mm-hmm. or do whatever it is that they have to do. Like, and that's just using the algorithm. That's like the hope and prayer of. Of that situation there's kind of a like a famous situation when warner brothers is owned by like a japanese company these days Mm -hmm. and when they bought it they were like okay so um we see that you made you know eight really solid grossing films here and then you made three that were sufficient and then you made you know six flops or whatever (laughs) so like we're oh we're gonna stop making flops and they're like oh that's not how this works (laughs) Like you just got to put out your slate for the year. Yeah. Ho- try to plan a little bit for next year and Godspeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you don't, stick. you don't get to choose this, but we get up in these, co- we get caught up in these conversations or these like beliefs about mm-hmm. people having power, but it's just not true. It's not true. It's just not true. Like they're not wielding actual power. They're wielding self proclaimed. They're wielding hype their is wielding what their ego is yeah. basically
1: what they're wielding. And I also think like,
0: Especially, like, in
1: 2019, we have the power. Like, if you have an iPhone, there are, like, movies shot on iPhones that are getting, like, Oscar nominations. Like... Tangerine. Tangerine is one. Um, like, the, the day and age with, like, social media and streaming platforms and access to technology and to shooting equipment and to talent, just look around you. Like, you have, like, a group of friends who are, like, writers and comedians Absolutely. And it's like we, in and of ourselves, are our own production hubs. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that you can't, you know, put out a web series, put something on Amazon, you know, put something, you know, pitch to Netflix yourself, whatever it is. There's no reason why you can't create your own project You can't. We were just, I spent the entire really getting out there. It's like, we have the power now. Absolutely. Like, time's and... up is for a reason, like, because our time is now.
0: Yeah. it is yeah. I was spent the whole morning at Canon and Burbank, which are just such incredible people with incredible technology and the things that we're able to do now with so much less money than before. The only thing that studios have going for them is that they own their own stuff and they have a pool of people that are beholden to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's about it. Like, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Go get some production insurance Mm -hmm. and go to a rental house and get whatever you can get and,
1: and and, and, yeah, and try to get
0: yourself together. My two friends wrote and produced Tangerine. Hello. Uh, oh, wow. um and i'm gonna do a shout out to chris for God, because i love him and he's amazing we've been friends for a long time and i'm not saying this to put his business out there but i just <laughs> want to make a point to what you said um one of the times we went hiking chris um some other protests and josh who were also in tangerine and julie she played the cop in it and she was also the first ad um just like all of our our, our friends in there and chris was like yeah him and him and Sean were putting it together. They were, I think they were writing Tangerine, or they were um, gearing up for it, or they like, were in a really critical process of it. And again, I'm not trying to put Chris' business out there, but I'm I'm very so proud of him that I have to say this. Yeah. He got a job at like one of the vendors within like Universal Studios, like not the lot, like the yeah. theme park. And he was like, yeah, like I have to like blah 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 blah. I'm like, dude, you have a real job. There's not very many people no. in this town that can say that. Yeah. And that's when he made Tangerine was while he was yes. doing that. And they put it together and you got to hustle. The Duplass brothers did not make that movie. They jumped on later. Mm-hmm. That was purely Sean and Chris going out into the world and doing it much like how they did with Ford project. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can do it yourself. Granted, they're both divinely talented people, yeah. and they're incredibly <laughs> dialed into what they do. It is not a joke. I'm not saying, oh yeah, they had such an easy time, and they just you know do no. they just slapped it together? That's not at all what happened. <laughs> like yeah. not even close. But you can do it. You can do it. It can be done. Yeah.
1: It's like we have the power now. Like you don't have to get on your knees for anyone. Like you don't have to. On your back, you don't have to compromise your morals. You don't have to compromise your body, your sense of self. You don't have to. No. You know, and it's like, and it's also like, if you don't know how to direct, find a really cool director. You don't have access to equipment, find someone who does. You know, whatever it is, put together a team of people, each who knows their like their niche and their talent. And then put together a good team and do it yourself. Be your own boss. Like, yeah. We are
0: powerful. Absolutely. We have the power. You, you do. We can do it. There's so many people, especially, the, um, I did an episode about James Franco a long time ago mm-hmm. about, and one of the girls on Twitter was like, I felt like I had to be naked in this. And, you know, like he made me do it. And, you know, if I didn't, you know, she was saying, I, we, like the people that worked on it, if we didn't do this, then, you know, he would blacklist us. I'm like. Is this the acting school? Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, like, newsflash, like, James Franco does not have that much power. No. I promise you.
1: I'm on the fence with that one because, like, I kind of, like, I always... Blame I get what she's saying. I get what I she's, get what she's saying. saying. But I'm also, like, I, I don't blame James Franco for that situation.
0: It's it's one of those things where it's, like, if you don't... Don't hate if me you on Twitter or Instagram. Well, <laughs> if you don't want to do nudity for $100 a day, then don't by all it. means, don't do it. Don't do but it. But that goes back to, like, using your voice and using your judgment and don't stray... From that. Yeah. If something doesn't smell right to you, doesn't look right to you, doesn't sit right with you, chances are it's not right. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. And don't give your power away. Yeah. Because I guarantee you,
0: like, and certainly don't give it away for free. I don't give
1: it away for free. Like,
0: I don't know James Fargo, No idea.
1: However, I, I highly doubt he has a list of people in his acting class that he has on the blacklist. Like I, mm-hmm. just, that just, even sounds if he did, there's nobody ridiculous reading it. To me, that sounds more, <laughs> that, me, that sounds more of like, Her own fear, rather than it sounds like a perceived fear. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like in
0: most of these situations of surrounding this whole Me Too movement come from a perceived fear. Yeah, it's a perceived. I'll never be believed. I can't go to the press with this. And those predators, in turn, hammer on those perceived fears fears. until the day comes where the light shines down on the truth. Yeah, and it's everything comes to light at some point. Just yes. gotta, just gotta wait for it. Yeah. To quote Tom Green, just wait five minutes. Somebody'll, will, somebody'll will get it done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just hang back for five minutes, yeah. and somebody else will do it. Um, but yeah, it's like this perceived, it's this perceived power structure. Like it's 100%. really the likelihood. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, but the likelihood, if it actually existing in that situation, is like next to nothing. It's like, like I,
1: I highly doubt he uh,
0: no. People think that actors have yeah. power. And I think they that, don't. And
1: I think that was his his method. And I think that goes along with, like, again, using your own internal guiding compass where it's like, that can be that person's method. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it has to be mine. Yeah. And, like, I stand in my voice to say, like, this doesn't, that's not okay for me. Yeah. And being okay with communicating that even if, you know what I mean? just yeah. to Communicate that and know it's going to be Okay. Yeah. Well, he's to, he's like, not trying to blacklist. I'm
0: sorry, he's not. Like, he's not. Anybody he doesn't have the ability to do it. He doesn't it. Like, have the ability to do it. it. Nobody reads a single thing that James writes. I promise you that. <laughs> like,
1: fine. You're fine. Like, you're you're
0: fine. They might have, like, a Spider-Man painting or whatever, but they don't re- – as yeah. far as reading things go, they, they don't do that. But, um, but like, I always – because I do a ton of nudity personally, because mm-hmm. I literally don't care. I'm like – titties, booty, all of it. Like I don't literally, it doesn't faze me at all. But I, I always tell people like, if you don't feel like that's your jam, it doesn't have to be your jam. I totally understand when people are like, nah, I'm going to stay buttoned up over here. I'm like, go ahead and do it. Like let, let my craziness (laughs) like like run free. Like let me go running naked through stuff. Like (laughs) I will handle it. It's fine. If you don't want to do it, no big deal. (laughs) There's me and there's plenty, of other, there's plenty of other people that are out here. And they're unfazed by it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I understand, like, there's it's kind of fallen off over the years. But, like, back in the day, people grew mm-hmm. really scared of, like, being inhibited by nudity. And I will say that I only consciously lost one job because of it. Okay. Um, that I was really – I'm not going to say that I was pinned for something because I can't say that for certain. But it looks like I was pinned for something. And it was a big corporation. It's, it's sometimes they'll knock you out of commercials. But this this was years ago. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you can't be... Pu-. They came back to me I'm like, oh, um, we can't have anybody that's published nude. Are you published mood? I'm like, mm-hmm. Whoa. A whole bunch of it. <laughs> All over the place. Up one side and down the other. Yeah. And they're like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and just kept it moving. So that's the only job that I can say that I lost yeah. because of nudity. But I have gained... So many, yeah, because of it. But that was again, that was years ago. I don't know that. I don't
1: think people are like that. Yeah,
0: unless you were sub, unless you were doing something that was like really, 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 really squeak, yeah. really squeaky clean. I don't think anybody would really mind mm. because, like, look at all the Disney kids, all the Disney kids, and like, it's usually, it's usually the usually that stuff that you'll knock it down with is like really big companies, like yeah, Revlon or. Coca Cola, like yeah. just like these, like the juggernauts basically that are like, no, we have to be the squeakiest of squeak, squeaky clean. And this, I'm probably about to use a bad example, but it comes to mind. Like, Kendall Jenner still did a, a, a Pepsi commercial. I was just thinking that was a Everybody said that. hated it, but. Now she's repping Coke. Did you see that? With the orange Chris, Coca-Cola? Chris Jenner's a genius. She really is. <laughs> she is the, the momager of momagers. She really is, because the whole fallout with Pepsi. So yeah. Pe- so then Kendall
1: did some like, but it was really shady, because it was basically, like, an Instagram campaign, but they tried to get, like, over, like, FTC guidelines, so it was, like, Kendall Jenner caught wearing, like, like orange bodysuit yeah. wearing the new orange-lized Coke, and it was, like, all over. Like, like the Zill Report was, like, reporting it, and, like... Cosmo is like, did you see Kendall Jenner in this? And it's like, clearly this is a campaign. Clearly they are all being paid. That's a classic Kardashian move. Like when
0: Chloe, one of my favorite pictures of Chloe is when she was in the Gelson's grocery store parking lot. Mm -hmm. And she has like her little Gelson's paper bag and she's carrying like, like she had bought flowers Mm -hmm. and she's carrying the bottle of like clean and clear shampoo. And it's like, like, they got a fact
1: check for that. Yeah.
0: I'm like, and of course, and it's a, it's a gorgeous picture. Like, Absolutely. There's no denying that. But I was like, that is just genius. Just genius. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, do you really expect me to believe that, A, Chloe Kardashian drove all the way from Calabasas to West Hollywood to go to Gelson's? (laughs) Number two, that parking lot is tiny, and we all hate it. Yeah. So, you're telling me that she drove from Calabasas to West Hollywood to go to the Skelsons, and then she went in and bought flowers and presumably some other things. And then as she was walking to her car, she decided to take the bottle of shampoo out of the bag and walk with it in her hand with the label facing the camera. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That totally
1: happened. That was basically the Kindle and and Coke situation. Yeah. She walked out like this.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wearing
1: the same color. Like, it was like, come on.
0: Yeah. There's a classic shot. This is from a branding perspective not from a cinematic perspective but yeah. like of Cameron Diaz holding Sunmade raisins just like that <laughs> like with the label out and she's crossing the frame I think it was in her shoes or something like that yeah um it was the movie where she goes to li- like live in the retirement park yeah but that sun-made raisins paid a pretty penny for the shot of Cameron Diaz yeah. in her prime like crossing the frame snacking on these yeah. sun-made raisins. Yeah. And it's, 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 from a marketing standpoint, it's a gorgeous shot. It's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I always think about that. It's like, it's, it's an ad and that's fine. It an it's yeah. fine. It's I'm it's not fine. just disclose it. Well, I don't even know if I, like, I'm not a big stickler for like disclosing things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like at this point you should always know that you're being sold to At this, in this day and age. I
1: think, I I say disclose it only because, I guess maybe for me, because I do social influence. Like, I have to. So I think they should do, I guess. And a lot of people don't know. A lot of people still are sleepwalking through life and thinking, Whoa, Kendall really just went to that bodega and got that Coke. (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. The girl
0: does not drink Coke. That's got 27 tablespoons of sugar in it. She does not have time for that. She's not even smelling it. No. No. It's it's probably not even opened all the way. Yeah. Like it's probably it's just probably empty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a is, prop. Yeah, it is. It's a prop coat. Prop coat. They, 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 they mailed, mocked it up. Yeah, they mailed over a pristine can. Exactly. And they sent an art guy to make sure that it was polished. Exactly. And po- perfectly polished, perfectly mattified, and ready to <laughs> right, ready yeah. to travel into this image. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's
1: like, holy Oh. Chris like uh,
0: oh. Jenner's a genius. Oh, she she, really I is. was driving down Sunset the other day and I saw their billboard that has glitter on it. Oh, yeah. And you can, like, see oh, it. Oh, it's shimmering. so gorgeous. I'm yeah, like, it is really pretty. first of all, none of you need a billboard. You <laughs> certainly don't need a billboard on Sunset. Do you see the
1: Kylie one on um, La Siena? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: And, like, yeah. and you definitely don't need what was glitter on it. But here you are. Yeah. Shining, shining. <laughs> Shining. Just, like, blinding <laughs> sunsets. Because, like, Sunset Boulevard, especially going east, is, yeah. like, the battle of the billboards. Like, it's probably some of the most fiercest billboards, like, yeah. in the world, probably. They're
1: inspiring. I'm they like, are. A... I'm, like, yeah, I'll one of those billboards. And they'll
0: make, like, extra cutouts and things it's pop so cool. out of them. They're, it's cool. There's, like, they take extra to another stratosphere. Yeah. And I'm, like, she put glitter over it. Of course she did. She paid... To get a guy to jimmy up the side <laughs> and, throw gl- and throw, yeah, glitter. and throw glitter down, like you, you go, you go, you, you stay, j- stay shining, <laughs> you stay, stay, stay shining. You don't need it, but you've got it. you got that's it. That's matters. Just stay
1: shining. With your it's, boyfriend and his big old hips. Yeah,
0: we have... We live in such a strange town. <laughs> it's such a It's like a strange... It's like living in an alternate universe. It really is. And somehow it's, it's reality. bizarre. I don't know how. It's bizarre. But it's wild. Yeah. But did you have anything that you wanted to to add about your your blog and oh, lifestyle yeah. and wellness?
1: Well, you guys can find me at candywashington.com. It's C N D Y Washington. And... Yeah, just go there for anything about fashion, beauty, lifestyle, entertainment, self-care. I put together an essential self-care kit on Amazon. If you just go to Amazon.com backslash shop, backslash Candy Washington, you can see all my favorite things. It was really fun. Everything from books to workout to videos, inspiration things, food. Like, this, the whole gamut's there. And, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, at Candy Washington, for... More of the same, and at my podcast, Sugar Pills, 10 Days to Awaken Your Inner Power, and that's on iTunes.
0: Don't you have a book, too? Uh, And the
1: book! Yes!
0: Sugar Pills is also a
1: book. Sugar Pills is also a book. It's Sugar Pills, 10 Days to Awaken Your Inner Power, and that is all about separating the persona from the person, which is what we've been talking about this whole time. Mm -hmm. Especially as a creative professional, how do you keep your sense of self? while seeking success and keeping your own integrity, setting boundaries, having standards, having a vision for your life, creating a community of, you know, kick-ass people like the people who made Tangerine, Like it's just about that, finding your tribe of people to create meaningful content and doing what you love. And you can find that on Amazon and at, on um, Amazon Kindle as well.
0: Wonderful. Yes. Sugar pill it up. Sugar
1: pill it up. <laughs> Sugar pills. 10 days so you can a power. It's really fun. Each day awakens a new power with actual insights and then it also has um, a really fun journal that you can like journal
0: along with it. With it's, really, like
1: it's like a workbook? It's like a workbook. I
0: live for workbooks.
1: Yeah. It's like a book and a workbook all in one. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I, well, thank
0: you for coming yeah. on to No Filter Friday and Public House Media. Um, and then everybody needs to go check out other shows on Public House Media like Confessions of a Military Spouse and Crowned and Dangerous, um, See Jane Cell. There's also, there's so many fun shows on. Mine is like the darkest, grimiest show on the network. <laughs> That's always the disclaimer. Like everybody else is like uplifting and morning motivation and like all these like sports and soccer and like all these like nice shows and like little Rachels in the corner. Like well, mm-hmm. some people have been traumatized. Okay. <laughs> call one eight hundred petty. Yeah, call one eight hundred petty. You're gonna get the main line. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Just spill T and B petty. so thanks for coming by no filter friday and public house media and i will see you all in another week for some more craziness and who knows what's going (laughs) to happen between now and then